rehabilitation centers is something that's not really common in Zimbabwe. If ever we have them, they will be very expensive. And uh, now, do you think the youth are going to be upcoming or rather they are going to be forthcoming for, for the idea? Because sometimes we'll then get a situation where yes, a rehabilitation center is set, but then the people do not go for the services. Yeah, it's something that uh, we will be tasked with to spread information uh, either through documentaries or through word of mouth um, because the whole idea is that we're seeing that drug abuse is a, is a growing uh, pandemic, if I may say. And the onus is on us as a youth to be able to fight and ensure that we protect our livelihoods because it's taking that from us. Um, previously, we know a lot of people for rehabilitation used to go to South Africa and other countries. But I appreciate that, and we appreciate that the president has identified this problem. That's why he has said that in our national budget of this year, you know, to, to save the cost, he's going to make a budget for it so that the youth are able to go at an effective cost, uh, at a low cost rate, that if youths are going to be uh, rehabilitated. And we're seeing that in action. So for us, we're not too worried about the cost of it because we know that the facilities are going to be there. It's not going to be the traditional thing where it's only for those who have the money, but it is open to all who are facing these challenges. Okay. Looking at uh, Mutare and Manikaland as a province, what's your assessment in as far as uh, the issue of drug abuse is concerned? How much work do you think we need to put in? Yeah, we actually have a big task especially in Mutari. Being the border town with Mozambique, a lot of these drugs are 
are, are uh, brought in through the border of Mozambique, and it's caused a lot of chaos, especially in Mutare. Uh, so it's something that when we went and when we heard the president establishing the National Drug Abuse Fund, it was something that was very dear to us. And we at the Youth League really appreciated that because it's something that we need to implement, especially within our areas of Dangamvurajikanga, uh, within Sakuva. And uh, it's beginning to spread to other areas. So we are appreciative that it has been enacted. And uh, we expect that very soon, even us as the Youth League will be, held, will be holding roadshows um, where we are able to elaborate to the youth that, look, there's another way. There are better ways to do things instead of us uh, turning to drugs, which they have got no good end in sight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love the fact that you mentioned something about our po- our borders, which uh, you and I would agree, Kuti, they are quite uh, porous. What efforts do you think should be made to try and uh, uh, address this issue? Because when we took to the streets, people were also talking about the same thing. Kuti, our youths have these uh, drugs and substances readily available, mostly because of our porous borders. So what efforts do you think should be made? Yeah, we um, work, I think we work very well with our security forces and I think the emphasis was made um, on the 21st by the president that they're going to tighten security measures so that, you know, we don't have these illegal substances getting in. I know there's an issue with Bronclear. It's one of the drugs that is, is, is very commonly um, siphoned in through the borders. So it's something that is going to be addressed and we will keep putting the pressure so that it, it uh, uh, keeps being addressed. And also, you know, we don't have to always wait for government initiatives. The government is doing what it can on one point. I know there's going to be a review of the Dangerous Drugs Act because that's what uh, our president mentioned. But the onus, the biggest onus is on us as the youth. Um, the responsibility is on us ourselves to say no to drugs. The responsibility on us is to be able to come and expose the cartels because for them it's a money-making gimmick. And yet, they make money at the expense of our livelihoods. So the important part is for us to encourage our youth to keep on reporting through, you know, the anti-corruption committee that's SEC, um, even through our channels as the Youth League, so that we will, you know, as soon as we identify such cartels, uh, be rest assured that we will be exposing them, be it through press conferences or otherwise. Thank you so much, uh, Comrade Chairman. Pani yangu madrugs gani? Duko na angi zivi ekti yao yangu isao baadhi chukuto tanga gani? Chukuto bama yuti bas. Kusna baza madrugs gani? Duko na angu tisha kuri re. Enegunua muwaru da madrugs ya chukuto da baza kwa garo wari baza. Ah, atua anvu drugs kwa nisa. Pozoe zoro kushanda zaza zinzi nongo wanika pesi pesi saka. Chukuto tanga kupa na mabasa. Jema ekti zaza atosujita mashuri. Je drug ekti tambo pa na mabasa. Rumba chaka rumba chaka naka pana ushabachina ushata. Sa 
kakadewu mendi ya wane kwa tiyatibasiru wako tiyaisa mtongo nesha kasimba pa msolepe wanu iwa warute kisama drugs kutiasa wanike pese pese shukuru chandona nini nyaye kurukupinda nini ngi ni ma drugs ma airport ma boda tu waongorele because ma airport ni ma boda wanupana kwa ne wanu shanda na wanu batra na wakutuapinzi ma drugs kwe mapurisa kutanyatu ya usimba nautu mapurisa doa mwanu tregerera sinisundautu shongoro kubakune mitiwe mtemo kubakune zimura wanu wanu secha wanu wajipinda ma boda wanu batra na wanu kutuapinde mbronga wanu pinda chupa kusata afrika through bed bridge wajizia wajizona wajizia chupinda saka isitika zomanya kudawani zira ngati mbotangata mweza kuzumisa sapinde munu uwe mapurisa anyanyumira mapurisa kunyanya mapurisa ngati batire kwenye maone rao kwenini tunonoti chinichese chine chekuita nukubasirama yuti chinu shakanaka nukuti munga nyanyotari sezo sisu mayuti edu mashizi awana shukuita wanu pesirama kwenda hiko kumachi madraks hikoku saka umwe hika ngaisa ngomiriko mbata waka faruku afektuwa ni madraks hiwa wawo chete ngaya wapatire kutuwanga wachitu wana something chekuita kutubara geze kwenda kuchi madraks hikoku saka tunonoti umwe yakanaka ino dauti ingiti basirani tuwe zire umwe yuto kura tunoti mayuti ya wadim abasiru wasi ngaisa ngomiriko mbasira wanika wafektuwa kati wabati wasa wa fikt kutishoni kwenda mbe tofunga bose mayuti ndo anosimzirara mamwana redi saka tunofona tuwaba sere tese tuwaba sere kwete umirira president shetima tese tuwaba sere and if you're just joining us you're right in time for Inbox with Mercy and I'm chatting here with comrade Stanley Sakupanya the ZANU-PF Manikaland Youth Chairman as we look at the various youth uh, at the various issues that are affecting our youth right here in Manikaland and the nation as a whole like I mentioned earlier on the president uh, talked about a drug abuse uh, fund which has been set up to ensure that the youths are actually helped in as far as the issue of drug abuse is concerned. So uh, moving on, uh, Comrade uh, Sakupanya, I understand you managed to listen to some of the voices of the people from the streets and uh, some of them were talking about the issue of employment, that we are not going to be able to tackle this issue if there is no employment for the youths. What uh, is your take on that? Yes, that's very true. It's an area that our president also mentioned to say that uh, unemployment is some of the reasons why we have this pandemic growing. But uh, what we are going to do about it, and the issue is we need to create opportunity for those who are willing and ready to work. So in that, we're saying um, the opportunity doors we're going to create, that's through initiatives, like he said, uh, there's the Empower Bank, um, they're going to upscale its activity and they're going to loosen um, the the uh, conditions for which which a youth is able to access those loans. But they have to show that they've got skills. So us, and what's important for us is to ensure that each and every youth find a place in the economy where they can engage in activity. So that's the most important thing for us. So if a youth is going to do vocational training centers, then they must go there and show that they've got the skill. And we find a place for them where they can be involved within the economy. Sometimes it's not just about waiting for jobs, but uh, being able to use the little skill that you have to do something. So this is what we're going to do. As the Manikal and Youth League, one of the areas that we are going to target, we've got uh, recently we're going to establish um, horticulture initiatives, whereby we try and stimulate horticulture by giving out seeds uh, horticultural seeds to our youth. We've got obviously the 500 native farms within which we are going to create employment 
and going to open up doors for those who have interest in agriculture. So expect a lot more opportunities to open up for the youth where they can find themselves doing something to generate income. I have noticed uh, the issue of uh, maybe uh, an inferiority complex, probably, because you've mentioned issues about the Empower Bank, and we've also heard about the AAG, where youths can actually get uh, various opportunities. But for some reason, we get people shying away from these opportunities and then just taking the back seat and blaming probably the government or blaming the economy and things like that. How can we change that kind of mindset, Comrade Chairman? Yeah, we have to continuously engage our youth. Uh, I remember sometime last year when we did a test run in uh, Makoni district, we used to approach the youth and say, come and apply for loans with Empower Bank. And the biggest challenge that we noticed is that they didn't know how easy actually it is to access those loans. The assumption is that you have to know someone to be able to get a loan, which is actually not true. The assumption, the second assumption that was generated was that you have to have uh, a building for you to be able to access those loans, which is simply not true. So the problem that is there is that we don't market these programs enough. We need to be able to do that, and as the Youth League, we're going to do that. We've got uh, two or three people with whom we've engaged with the Empower Bank, and we're going to be doing roadshows, we're going to be doing training facilities, training the youth on how to write a proposal. You see, when a youth hears, oh, you have to write a proposal, they think, ah, it's only for those who are educated. But it's a simple process whereby we go and we say to them, look, a cash flow is not that difficult. I and mean, for us, it's only a, a, an eight-hour workshop that we do. So we're going to be doing more of those workshops so that we get out to the youth and say anybody is eligible to do this. As long as you are doing something, uh-huh. we are made to support. And we want to continue with that mantra. And we're going to continue with these roadshows to ensure that our youth are informed because that is the starting point for them to be able to access these facilities, which are not there for the elite. They are there for everybody to access. Thank you so much for that clarity, Comrade Chairman. The more we talk about the youth, the more we talk about the ever-approaching, or rather the fast-approaching elections that are there in 2023. And we know that it is important for people to register to vote, as well as go and vote come election day. Please speak to the youths concerning the need to register to vote. Yes. Uh, for a country to be built, it's built based on its people. Um, for leadership to be there, leadership is only there because the people would have chosen their fate to say this is the direction we want to take. And so Zimbabwe being a democratic nation, the will of the people, as they say, the voice of the people is the voice of God. So it's important that everybody plays a part to shape the direction of our nation. Some people take it for granted and they say, ah, uh, whatever happens, happens. But then tomorrow when things are bad, they then complain and then they say, ah, but why is this happening? This is why it's important for people to register to vote. So that everybody has a piece um, of uh, contribution towards where we're going as a nation. So it's very important, without, without a doubt, that everyone has a part to play by registering to vote. But then the second part, and this is the most critical part, is not just about registering to vote. Mm-hmm. It's not a multiple choice question whereby A or B. Your vote means something. If you vote for A, it means something. If you vote for B, it means something. So you should know where to vote and what you are voting for. You see, and that's why, obviously, um, 
being a democratic nation, we open up the space so that uh, those who feel that they can do better can able to put out their manifestos. But then we need to vote for people with action, and that's why us as the Youth League, some of the Youth League, are confident in President Idim Nangakwa, because he's a man of action, you see. You'd have to understand, for example, we talked about drug abuse as a problem, and they enacted the drug abuse fund, already uh, changing the uh, Drugs Act. And on top of that, yesterday, it wasn't just from a policy level. I believe one of the people who had testimonials was offered a job and told that they would be taken care of. So he's a man of action. He's not a man of many words, but he's a man of action. And that action is a reason with which we're saying that we want to put back our president in office because action leads to us going forward as a nation. You would find even the statistics in terms of our GDP is showing growth. And what just needs to happen is for it to trickle down into the ground. So we are saying we need to vote for action. We need to vote for results, result-oriented. Meaning to say that for us to do this effectively, it comes from us registering to vote and voting for the party that delivers results, which is energy. Thank you so much, Comrade Chairman. We'll just go for a short break, after which we'll come back and continue with our conversation. We are Diamond FM, always on top of the game. Thank you again for making us your station of choice. So wherever you are listening to us from, here is to hoping that you're loving the show as much as I'm loving bringing it to you. If you're just joining us, uh, you should know that I am chatting with uh, the ZANU-PF Manikaland uh, Provincial Youth Chairman, Comrade Stanley Sakupkanya, as we look at various issues affecting the youth. We talked about uh, the drug abuse fund, which was recently launched uh, by uh, government in a, as a way of uh, assisting youths who are struggling with drug and substance abuse. And now we also have been talking about the need for you and I to register to vote so that uh, we uh, have a say in how this nation should be governed. Now moving on uh, with our program, uh, Comrade Chairman, we spoke about the need to, to register to vote, but a sad reality that we have as a nation is that sometimes our elections are marred with violence. Why is it important for us as a nation to take to go through this uh, process uh, in a violence-free way? Yeah, it's, uh, elections are always very sensitive, and I say so because, as you'd have noticed in the past, and it's something that happens in a lot of nations. There's a lot of meddlings that happens from foreign nations. Zimbabwe, if you look at Zimbabwe, it's such a rich country. Uh, in terms of minerals, in terms of arable land, we've got it all. So you'd find that foreign interference is our biggest challenge. And in that fun and in instances like that, um, the result of the election has an effect on who controls the country. You see, so for us, we are very sensitive because we want to protect our resources so that it benefits the Zimbabweans, whereas you have others who would rather sell our nation off because in their mind, uh, having foreigners in and controlling the country means that the country is doing well, which is what we highly oppose. So you'd find that elections are always sensitive, and as a result of that, uh, some feel that violence is the way forward. But we, as ZANU-PF, do not believe in violence as a method. We do not believe in um, spreading falsehoods. We do not believe in propaganda. And so it is imperative and it is important for us to be able to allow our people to 
to be able to show genuinely through the vote, through the ballot, without necessarily have to, having to, you know, uh, cause havoc. You know, just speak freely as to what it is that you want. And it actually bothers us because if you notice that every single time we go towards an election, um, of course, people are allowed to um, uh, hold your demonstrations if you want. But, you know, you do it and you follow due process. You, we had situations where we saw um, some time back in the 2020s, people would hold demonstrations in Harare and they'll be destroying shops and they'll be throwing stones at people's cars. You know, who are you damaging? You're damaging an ordinary Zimbabwean mm-hmm. by doing that. We can't have that. We need to be sensitive to those issues. Let's be responsible because our actions have reactions. Indeed, you did speak about uh, foreign interference and there's something or rather a trend that I have noticed, Comrade Chairman, that I would want you to comment on. I don't know whether it's brain drain or what, but it seems like uh, youths um, being invited over to the UK's uh, and now it, like, it, it seems like the process has become even more easy or it has become easier for our youths to just uh, uh, immigrate to the UK. Don't you think that's a form of uh, brain drain uh looking at the fact that as a nation we are fast approaching elections or maybe it's just me having wild imagination no no not at all it's actually testament to how strong our education system is you'd see that because we've got highly competent individuals who come up from our education system in Zimbabwe, we are highly competitive and our work ethic is so much so that the world wants to be able to take Uh, our people and use them in their societies. But that then becomes the problem. When you go to the UK, when you go to South Africa, yes, you're working, you get uh, whatever payments you get, isn't it? But the problem is you don't own anything at the end of the day, you see, because when you go to those nations, you work, you work like a slave, and then at the end of 40, 50 years, you have nothing really to show for it. And this is why we're saying that in so much as Zimbabwe is not where it is supposed to be, we are well on our way. And we have that problem to say that in so much as we are trying as a nation to, to build up, a lot of other nations don't want us to build up because the success of Zimbabwe means to say that they won't have that ability to take away our skilled laborers anymore. So that's what we are trying to fight. And these are the things that we talk about when we talk about sanctions, which we know a lot of people sound like a broken record, but it's true. The effect of that means to say that we won't have, if without these sanctions in place, we, our industries will rise quickly. Our skilled laborers will be competitive in our ability to pay them vis-a-vis what they get paid outside the country. But as long as we are suppressed, as is the situation that's being done by the Western nations, it means to say that we'll have challenges in competing in terms of the salaries, and that's why uh, they'll have that incentive to be able to steal our um, Mm-hmm. Uh, these are some of the things that we talk about when we talk about anti-second day. These are some of the things that we're trying to do. And we're trying to find routes in which we can still climb up without necessarily having to rely on the international uh, countries. Indeed. Earlier on, I heard you speaking in the words of uh, President uh Comrade E.D. Munangagwa, that Anika Inovakwa Neve Nevayo. I would want you right now to speak to that youth who may be tempted to move to the UK, uh, probably because they are not where they wanted to be. But please speak to them on the importance of us digging our hills in and building our nation ourselves. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't think uh, a lot of our youth who have not traveled don't actually understand that uh, what they see on TV is not necessarily what they on the ground. You can imagine when you go to the UK, there are also people from there who are struggling. You know, there are also people from there who are saying that their governments need to do better. So it's not like everybody in those countries are happy, you see. And you only realize this when you actually visit those nations. That's when you see that not all that glitters is gold, you see. Um, Our youth need to understand that being in your own country means a lot. First, just by the sake of freedom. When you go to a foreign nation, like, for example, South Africa, yes, there might be one or two opportunities, but just the fact that you're not in your own nation, you are faced with a situation where there's racism, which is blatant in those nations. You are faced with situations whereby you're always termed a foreigner and then xenophobia. You have to deal with all that before we even get into the job market. You see, you are harassed. You don't have a say because it's not your country. And this is the first thing that uh, our people, our youth in particular, must look towards. Being in your nation, just by being in your nation, that freedom to be able to choose to do what you want, that freedom to say, to stand your ground, because no one can tell you what you, what to do within your own home. It means a lot. Uh, besides the point of that, the opportunities in Zim are many. Mm-hmm. Zimbabwe is open for business. It's not business for internationals, but for locals as well. It's just the point that our youth need to be able to pick a sector. We cannot expect to be uh, spoon-fed. You need to pick a, a sector and say, if you want to get into mining, the process of getting claims in mining is actually not as complicated as people say. It's just a matter of you identifying an area to say, you go, you apply for your prospecting license. It's very open. And you will get your prospecting license. And you will get your process to, to, to work on that uh, uh, piece of land. Even in farming, yes, we understand that land reform, uh, the farms, there are not many farms left to dish out. But still, does not mean that you cannot have smart partnerships. And our government is actually encouraging youth to get into smart partnerships. You get into a partnership with someone who might not be able to utilize their whole piece of land. The moment you get into such a contract, Command Agriculture is there to support you. Mm-hmm. So there are many opportunities that our youth are not taking advantage of. So we are just trying to make sure that we show them to say, for those who have interest, what area of interest is it that you want to tackle? And we will assist you to get there. Uh-huh. And maybe looking at the mining sector, we have uh, uh, most youth complaining that maybe you have to inject a lot of money before you get something out of uh, the process. I don't know if you can comment on that. And then there's also the issue of uh, some prospecting companies that are not following the rules. Uh, for instance, uh, the environmental so impact and social assessment uh, process, people are not following those. What can you say concerning the need to do business the right way? Yeah, for a lot of our youth in terms of uh, the mining sector especially, um, we all know that it's not the Kunimakorokosa, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The challenge in Engeri is that our Makorokosa, they, they just don't have paperwork for a lot of them. But otherwise, if they're able to do it just with their own work and sweat, then Chinotadisa Umamurukutatangechi, you see? The issue is about just formalizing what it is that you want to do, and making sure that you're not interfering with someone else's formal business. This is the area that we've got challenges in mining, because if I 
as myself, go and find my own piece of land, don't register Osaganaka, and I start my work, and then someone comes and wants to steal from me, that's a problem. What we're saying is there's enough space to accommodate everybody. So, make sure identify. As you start, just go and visit offices in Mutare. I'm sure it, uh, it costs about $100 or so, I know it's less than $100 for a prospecting license. Ototanga ipapo. The moment you have paperwork, so that we get ahead. Um, in terms of companies, yes, uh, we have had situations before whereby companies were not necessarily following uh, the rules of the environment. And I think I want to draw back to the time whereby in Penalonga there used to be a mine that wanted to mine along and I believe that was stopped by a long time back Mm -hmm. and so the onus is on us when we identify such activity going on report it it's also as the youth league we are there to stand by the president and the president's vision to say no to corruption or to corrupt activity it doesn't matter whether it's done by a small player or a big player there's no one too big for the law Mm -hmm. the law is for everybody to follow and we must respect that so for us uh, we are very much aware that should that happen, we are ready to tackle on such matters. Hmm. Comrade Chairman, thank you so much for making time off your very busy schedule to be on Inbox with Mercy. I appreciate that so much. Before I let you go, what would be your final words to the listener, especially the youths that are listening right now? Thank you so much. Um, the most important thing for us as young people we must remember that Zimbabwe is our home. And we have a foothold in this country. So as a result of that, each and every one of us must find a place in which we can contribute towards our growth as a nation. When we do it, we must consider that not everything is the responsibility of our leaders, but it's each and every one of us has a responsibility to our country, to market our country, We have a responsibility to grow our country, each and every one of us. So as the youth, we must find areas with which we are productive. We must not just wake up and take drugs. We must desist from such behavior. We must desist from the behavior of going on social media and tarnishing our country just to appease foreigners who have no personal, who have no interest in building Zimbabwe. For Zimbabwe to grow, the onus is on every single one of us to contribute positively. Let us also register to vote because that is very important. That is the start of us building our country, but also to vote wisely, vote for production, vote for results, vote for a president with whom we'll build our country forward, such as that we have seen with our president, comrade Dr. Edim Nangangwa. I think that is where I'll end for now. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Comrade Sakupanya. Do enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you so much.